Welcome to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Amy. Instead of my usual response today, we've got something completely new and different. And super exciting. Yes, it is. We have friends like outside of this room with our microphones. Yes, we have more than one friend. (laughs) More than the one that loyally writes to us. Yes. We have so many friends that are on this exciting journey of heading further up and further in. And we have the privilege of having one of our very dear friends with us today. Would you like to introduce her? Yes. This, well, I guess you can't see her. I was motioning to her. Jody Penner is with us Woo-hoo. today. <laughs> in in Foofy history, this is only our second, second special, special guest. guest. Though mm-hmm. we've had people, <clears throat> my sister, yeah. beg to be on and then not take us up on the opportunity. So maybe the people who really wish they could be on should email us. Yeah. And then we'll uh, go through our extensive, rigorous interview process it's to true. see if you make the cut. It's true. <laughs> and, and I mean, you might think we'll just take anybody, but Jody's not just anybody. She's not. <laughs> no. I first met her 24 years ago. Okay. I know. Pregnant with my first child, she was one of the first people in Beaver Lodge that was really warm and friendly yeah. to me. Hey, yeah, that's Yay. the same as not 24 years ago. <laughs> but that was the same. When we, first, when we first moved here, we ended up living above her garage for two weeks between when we were done in the hotel and before we had our house. Yeah. And Jody has been a part in actually a bunch of significant ways of my spiritual renewal over mm-hmm. the six so, so we'll she is a, warm... a very extraordinary special guest. We're not just we settling for what kind. we can get. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jody, you are here. And like Michelle said, that you are a part of this further up and further in journey of just following Jesus and going after what he has for you. So, what would you say has been one big thing, moment, experience? however we'd like to phrase that, that has really propelled you further up and further in. Well, I love, I love the, you know, talking about direction, right? Because it, I think when I, when I thought about that question, it was like, I feel like the beginning of my further up and further in came from like after going, going to like rock bottom. Mm, yep. <laughs> we are familiar with we're this. We're familiar with that. And I remember like just recently have taking a walk with Michelle, you know, and, and talking about, you know, something we saw on Facebook that said, apparently, rock bottom has a basement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that came to mind when I was just thinking about, yeah, just just relationally finding myself at a low level in a few relationships mm. that yeah. propelled, yeah, propelled or, or just initiated thoughts of, oh, no, I can't fix this anymore. I can't, there's nothing I can do now in this moment to remedy this. Yeah. Almost like a a point of hopelessness or feeling overwhelmed by hopelessness. Mm. But it was around, like, relationship. I feel like that's, like, the marker Mm -hmm. of, you know, just a a deep well of sorrow and and pain is, like, relationships start to fall apart, disintegrate. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you say that for the simple fact that that's true for all of us in some way. And all of our listeners, you know, I, I 
I do know who some of them are. And as I picture <laughs> their faces, I know yeah. we have rock bottom stories where we find a basement too. And it's just like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Is there any hope for this situation? And as we look back on our life stories, we can make it sound light, but it's not light. It's yeah. profoundly painful and holy and good. Mm-hmm. When we have come to the end of ourselves, there's something that Jesus can do there. He does not cause those moments, but boy, he sure comes into them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Dave's dad, he always had these like little quips that he would say, but often he would say, well, you know... I don't think Jesus put you in the in the washing machine on this one, but I think while you're in it, he just adds a little soap <laughs> and sees what you're going to be on the other side of the washing machine. <laughs> and Dave's dad looked like Colonel Sanders, so if you yeah. can picture him saying that, I love it. Yeah, okay. so it's helpful to understand that, mm-hmm. you know, the hard places weren't, you know, God never orchestrated them mm-hmm. or was the author of the pain of them, but mm-hmm. yeah. So if we all find ourselves hitting rock bottom, <clears throat> which we do on terra firma, some people's lives just continue to spiral in disaster and destruction and hopelessness. And I always say unashamedly, 100% I'd be an alcoholic without Jesus. Like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely I would. <laughs> so what made your story not be that? I think it was being at the place where I'm just willing to trust God. I, I felt like in, the, in those moments, he was in the, in, the, in the pain of it, he was always extending an invitation to trust him. Mm-hmm. And for us, I think it was situational in that the first rec, uh, relationship that was crumbling that kind of was the beginning of it was our relationship with our son, one of our, mm-hmm. one of our sons, um, just an, an estrangement, actually, that we found ourselves in that we didn't know how to handle. Mm-hmm. And being two completely different people with different reactions to what? things. No married couples are like this. <laughs> yeah. Spectrum over here yeah. Yeah. to the other to the other end. Yeah. And so we couldn't we couldn't find a middle ground. And so mm. you know that relationship with our with our, our child was disintegrating that brought grief and pain and 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 anger, I'll admit that, and frustration. And then it started to affect our marriage mm-hmm. because we couldn't, we didn't, we couldn't agree on how to how to fix this. And we couldn't fix it, but we were trying desperately in our own efforts to fix it, and it just made it worse. And mm-hmm. it, so then our marriage started to kind of crumble as we, as we, as the as the the moments, you know, the the cycle of a dysfunction, mm-hmm. those cycle time, you know, encounters just happened closer and closer together. We didn't have time to even rebound mm-hmm. in between them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, realizing and that I guess that's maybe Jesus that just gives you that thought I can't I can't do that we can't do this alone mm-hmm. and so asking for help yeah mm-hmm. was instead of turning to the bottle <laughs> <laughs> but seriously yeah like sometimes that is the most terrifying move mm-hmm. it's so terrifying yeah to reach out and ask for help you don't know what you're going to get you might get Mr. or Mrs. fix it like you could mm-hmm. open up wounds that you actually mm-hmm. don't even want to look at I mean Yes, no, my yeah. story, your story. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. oh no, now we've gone for help is a desperate move and it has just like opened up a whole nother septic tank that I had buried. Yeah. And it's so interesting how like that maybe not for you guys, but for me, <laughs> that still continues. Like even though I've opened myself up and it's been so good mm-hmm. each time, right? That there still is that initial response of like no 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 I don't like it's almost like still a little bit of a last resort (laughs) even though I know 
I know, like I have proven stuff now, like, no, 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 every time it's been so good. But it's interesting, right? I think it goes, the enemy wants to keep us isolated, wants to keep us Mm -hmm. separate, wants to keep us like, no, 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 fix this on your own. Mm -hmm. Because then something will fix it by itself or something like that. But it's like, we're the body of Christ. We're we're made to be in relationship and, and it doesn't makes sense that it's like, yeah, be in relationship with one another, carry each other burdens, but make sure you don't tell people what's going on. <laughs> and and the reason why we have the expectation it could be a disaster is because we've all had that experience. It's true. We have. Where we told somebody and it wasn't helpful or it seemed to go from bad to worse or whatever, whatever. The only reason <clears throat> any one of us in this room find ourselves in a more flourishing place than we were is because of that subtitle on our podcast, which maybe mm-hmm. people aren't familiar with. It says Relentless Pursuit. I keep forgetting that that's our subtitle. I know. I, someone, as I'm building a website, I'm building a website. Maybe by the yeah. time this comes out, www.michelledwire.ca. I, it's part of the publishing agreement that I would make one. Mm-hmm. And the page I cannot get straight is our podcast page. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. So our names are in a funny spot, but mm. Relentless Pursuit came out of the logo real clear. And I was like, oh, I forgot that was part of our logo. <laughs> But this relentless pursuit, Jody, mm. I watched you do it. Oh, I watched yes. you do yeah. it with so much tenderness yeah. and feeling that trepidation of Jesus come. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Help my friends. Yeah. So you take it away. <laughs> right. Well, um, and you and, and Brian were so instrumental. I mean those years, right? You know, I'm even we're just such a mess ourselves. <laughs> We kind of were scrambling through some of this stuff, Part you of know. The good news. Yeah. We were a mess too. We were yeah, everybody was just like so gracious and kind and and I think the invitation that I heard really strongly in that time was because I I had I also had my own my own issues that I I hadn't actually a septic tank wasn't covered (laughs) that's right it was like you know Jesus always had that invitation also like it's okay you can you can bring that out into the Mm. light and I will be there with you I won't abandon you there and I think that was the the lie that I was heard from the enemy over and over like if you tell anybody your stuff yep Nobody will love you. Nobody will understand. You'll be judged. You'll be, You'll be judged. judged. You're re- rejected. You will be unlovable. You know, asking for help is like is like like in your face to mm-hmm. the enemy, right? It mm-hmm. just it dismantles. It, it's the beginning of the dismantling of the mm-hmm. lies. There's right? a reckless yeah. yes. you at yeah. the rock bottom <laughs> that makes is. us go in the face of the enemy. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. take this <laughs> because yeah. we're already at rock bottom, and now we've got nothing to lose. Yeah. It's that holy, painful space. And, that, and that's kind of what I felt. Like, I, I can't really, like, I don't know where else to go. This is yeah. it, right? Yeah. But just the invitation from Jesus, can you trust me? Hmm. Can you trust me? Can you trust me with other people? Yeah. Like, exactly what you said, right? Like, I can trust you, Jesus. I had no trouble mm-hmm. trusting Jesus. But when you can't trust people Jesus with other people, people. that's yeah. right. They're in a whole, you know? What is it? Yeah. Oh, I won't go into that quote. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a good one, though. We can wait for it. <laughs> God is good. Beer is great. People are crazy. Oh, yes! That's, true. That's a good I have country heard, song. In several discussions with your husband, I have heard him quote that. He it's their favorite country song. Their favorite, yes. Oh, yes. it's a country song. It is, actually. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, anyway, where was I going with yeah. that? Oh, that invitation. And, and just having to grapple with, man, if I can't trust God with people... Mm-hmm. Who might be receiving this? Like that actually is not trusting God, 
Ooh. You know, like, mm. those aren't two separate those things. Those are the kind of truth bombs we mm. like to do here. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Was, yeah. I don't know. What did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> um, if I can't trust God with other people, then right. it's really not trusting God. I'm really not trusting so God. So even if other mm. people have a messed up reaction, unhelpful reaction, whatever, your trust is ultimately in God. Exactly. Yeah. And man, Jody, I would say I have mm. been the recipient of that gift because in these 24 years, there have been times where I've been a mess or not the best response or the whatever. And somehow God has still made something beautiful oh. in our friendship, right? So it's oh. like, yes, are we going to trust God with the awkward vulnerability, the nakedness oh, yeah. of our funkiness, our quirkiness, our whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And persisting, a relentless pursuit of finding Jesus in that. Man, we have this like priceless gift of a relationship that you know Jesus and the other person so much that we know. We can go anywhere here. Yeah, We can do it all now (laughs) because it's been tested. Yeah, But Jesus was faithful. Maybe I wasn't, maybe you weren't, maybe you had a bad reaction, maybe I said and did, right? Like, yes, these things happen, people. We want our listeners to know the truth. Mm -hmm. Jesus was faithful. And leaning into him and each other, he built something so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so we talk a lot on here about how we do need to risk community. And I love that you brought that up, that you're part of your story. So then what happened? Then what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we went for marriage counseling, actually, mm. which was really helpful. But mm-hmm. another little, like, truth bomb, mm-hmm. your marriage can only be as healthy as you are as an individual, right? Yeah. So it's like, we could only go so far. And then it's like, Dave, I just have to release you to deal with your mm-hmm. blankety-blank-blank. I have to deal with my blankety-blank-blank, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. on my own. Like, yeah. this is now not about him and I this is about Jesus and I just cleaning up stuff right so that felt like it was a long <laughs> a long process is it over <laughs> not actually I just had to ask but it's it's you know but when you have history with Jesus right that he mm. shows up right yeah. and you can trust him yeah then it, it is I mean of course with a few, you know, glitches along the way. I thought you were going to F-bombs along no, the way. A few F-bombs. Yes. yes, well done too. Um, you know, you can look back and say, yeah, I can I can do this because he, he was there for me in, in, in the really hard stuff. And that's just like the onion layers, you know, mm-hmm. being taken off but so so then there was the personal um the personal journey of bringing to light things that were in dark places mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. had like closed the door and put you know the 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 lock across it you know completely almost impassable right <laughs> nobody will know this mm-hmm. I will take like making vows right mm-hmm. I will take this to my grave and mm-hmm. nobody will know about that right yeah we've talked and, a lot on our podcast yeah, about opening yeah. up those places mm-hmm. yeah. yeah terrifying absolutely terrifying so going to a, a, a safe a safe place where I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. <laughs> in a group activity being able to say the words out loud right mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know that's a whole nother story I don't know if you yeah. want to delve into all up to delve yeah. into that here but um uh, being able to just bring that into the light and not die in that moment yeah. You mm-hmm. didn't die. I didn't die. It was I, actually like a resurrection to watch it. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you you were part of that, Michelle. You you were there praying for me. Such and, a privilege. And, you know, yes, you can do this, Joey. Throwing me back into the, <laughs> into the ring. Get back in there, Joey. You know, wake up the Good blood friends, off the you know, like Good a boxing friends, ring. Chuck you, you back in the ring. Put the mouth guard back in. Out yeah. you go. Bang, bang. You know, bang, coach. Yeah. 
seriously. Yeah. So, but it was like watching a resurrection. But oh, the what? death was real. <laughs> the death yeah. was real. Yeah. Mm. There is a dying and a surrendering and a letting yeah. go of yeah. everything I was holding yeah. on to. And it was so tied to, you know, so much of the healing that I had to have in that moment, in, in that journey, that I'm still having, um, mm-hmm. has tied to just understanding the brokenness in the relationship with our, with our son. Understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, um, I think the lie, you know, at the beginning of this was, I'm so broken. Mm-hmm. I'm so messed up. Like, I, mm-hmm. I screwed up being a wife. I screwed up being a parent. So many things were, mm-hmm. I did not get right. And... And, and the problem with it, it's like the, the, the Satan just comes in and he, he's able to just take, because part of it, there was like this one little truth, right? Right. I, 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 I wasn't healed. Mm-hmm. I did have some broken places in my life, but he took that little, mm. that one little truth and just like made this huge, big story yeah. and, and fed it to me. And I just fell for it, right? Mm. Fell for it and believed that. Because there was an element of truth right. to it. Yep. And that's that's the thing that it was like, oh, that's what makes it so believable. The enemy's yeah. law is so believable because yep. it's like this one little thing. Yeah. Yep. This one little thing. And so it's like, yeah, we weren't perfect parents. And if I could go back and do things different, oh, I would do things so different. Says every parent. Says every planet. parent, <laughs> you know. And um, But just being able to surrender that to God and, and say, mm. there are lots of things we did right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are lots and lots of things, and yeah. believing that truth above, you know, mm-hmm. the voice of truth above, you know, this little, <laughs> really, he's just a small little voice, right? Like, why do I listen to, <laughs> why did I listen to that? But, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think what you said there about it's, it's because a part of it's believable, mm. right? The enemy doesn't come with things that are crazy because we just be like, <laughs> what? This doesn't make sense, Duh. right? But he comes when it's like, where it's like there's experiences or something that feels like it adds credibility and legitimacy to the lie. And he slides it in there. And now all of a sudden we believe we're a burden and a problem. We believe we're so messed up that of course everything went sideways. Mm. Right. And, and it is the lie gets bigger and bigger and it gets more grounded in our mind of this is how it, it is. Collects evidence. Collects, collects evidence. evidence right? <laughs> And it, yeah. it seems so often is like as we bring things into the light, then the awareness of all of a sudden of new evidence seems to happen alongside of it too. Yeah, I think in the Passion Translation, it's like in the early Ephesians, where it says everything he brings into the light so he can heal and restore it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. our end of our rope, rock bottom, feels like we just got mauled and stripped of everything and how can any of this be good? Yeah. But when we invite the light in, I mean, I can tell you story after story. We should get more guests on here. Because, yes, Jody, this is your story. That when the light came in, mm. there was healing. Oh. And there was restoration. The verses that say, you know, we thank God for our sufferings. We, we praise Him for mm-hmm. our sufferings. We boast in our sufferings, mm-hmm. right? Or something, something mm-hmm. along that yeah. line. We, we rejoice, rejoice yeah. in yeah. our yeah. sufferings. Yeah. Not even the- Counted all joy. <laughs> we are yeah. thankful. Yeah. yeah. Like, I get that. And Dave and I have often talked about, oh, thank you, Jesus, that you yeah. you mm. you brought all of this to light. Because where would we be? Where would we be yeah. without the inner healing of, of Jesus' love and compassion? And that's almost a scarier thought. I know mm. you laugh at this every time I say it, and I'm saying it anyway. 
in our community, in our church congregation, people look to you and Dave as an example of a good marriage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason why isn't because you have a trouble-free marriage or it's like rainbows and butterflies float around you guys all the time because now, instead of having opposite personalities, you're some sort of in this like heavenly rhythm of syncness or something. No. It's because you lean into God and each other. In I've watched you go through conflict. I've watched you feel like you blew it or definitely know he blew it because we know those (laughs) moments, right? But I watch how you respond and lean in Mm. and process through. So this whole further up and further in journey isn't like this blissful mountaintop, but it is this relentless pursuit. And I always picture the mountain as like the higher up the mountain you go, the shorter the trip is around the Mm. top. So it's like, crap, I've been here before, but it's a shorter trip around this time Mm. using those tools. And I mean, seriously, when I look at you guys, you are a resurrection story. Oh boy. And that's who Jesus is. You also, in this time, in your journey with God, something was really transformed. It's like you had a good foundation in Scripture and the work of the cross and knowing Jesus, but it was like you got catapulted forward in the reality of the Holy Spirit oh, in your yes. lives. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. I remember one Christmas Eve, I was in charge of the service and I didn't know what to do. So it was just like a, a bare bones kind of a Christmas Eve service that we gathered with candlelight and quiet and people just brought a few things. But I remember being at the front and hearing God just say, you know, feeling the the weight of the regret of years Mm. past that had been maybe wasted or Mm. relationships that were, you know, especially with our son, you know, that were, were sorrowful and grievous, right? Just the regret of that, feeling the heaviness of that. And then just feeling like a light just like plopped, like 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 looking at the manger and seeing the light on the manger. And Jesus saying, almost kind of laughing and saying, oh, we're going to run from here. Mm. We're going to mm. run from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and I think that that's what I feel like the Holy Spirit did. Just being able to um, encounter Jesus in a, in a, in a way in, in my senses that I had never experienced before. Mm-hmm. Just inviting him to, um, the Holy Spirit to be a part of my my thinking and my imaginations and my and my dreaming. And could it be that I, I actually hear from God? Mm-hmm. Like, test the waters, right? And I remember with you, Michelle, going to um, see you were doing Freedom in Christ. Mm. Remember you were, do- you were stepping, I don't know if you want this part. No, no, there's <laughs> nothing secret in my story. Yeah. <laughs> if I haven't put it on the yeah. podcast, it's yeah. in the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and, and uh, we went to see a lady at CFA. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When I was training to be at Jan, yep. her name was yep. Jan. Yeah. And she got me to, like, Listen to, or sorry, read scriptures yeah. about hearing from God. That's right. And then just um, actually recognizing that maybe I had believed a lie mm-hmm. that I don't hear from God. Yeah. And then she gave me a, a, a paper with some questions. Yeah. And I remember taking those questions and going on a long walk with Jesus yeah. and saying, okay, Jesus, I'm going to ask you this question. I was terrified because yeah. what if I don't hear from him? Mm. What if he doesn't, what if I don't actually yeah. experience experience anything, right? You know, but it was, it was like groundbreaking for me because I had just had this like little thought just drop in my, in my, in my head yeah. when I asked him a question. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, I'm just going to take that as you're actually having a conversation with me, Jesus. Yeah. And so then I asked another question. 
without going into all the details about that, it was it helped me to understand the role of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in the Godhead of the Trinity to as a, as an active part of my lifestyle, like mm-hmm. my prayer and my like daily um, conversations with Jesus were not just this prayer discipline. It yeah. was like conversation. Yeah. Like he's all around. Like what he's in songs on the radio. Yeah. He speaks through songs on the radio. He speaks through things that you see randomly. Imagination. It's like I don't know. Mm. Maybe that's a whole nother yeah. <laughs> place to go to. But but I think my you know, inviting the Holy Spirit to just come and be be an active member of the Godhead in me. Mm. That was kind of that happened over all together. Yeah, and it, it kind yeah. of happened over a period of time, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that answers that's, your question. No, that's so good, right? That the kind of the Holy Spirit taking his proper place as a member of the Godhead in your life, that he is equal, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That it's not like God the Father, Jesus, and then, you know, Holy Spirit is kind of uh, over there in the corner cool. that we don't talk about because he's weird. <laughs> it's a strange uncle we keep in the back room except yeah. for at Pentecost. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's just that story is so beautiful, right? Because it's like, as you're talking, the kindness of Jesus, Mm -hmm. that you're bringing like these questions and he knows, right? That you're terrified that it's like, what if I don't hear anything? Does that mean blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. But him just coming and speaking to you. And it's just beautiful because Holy Spirit does that. He comes and he speaks to us, even in those times when often in those times that we think, yeah. What? Is anything going to happen? <laughs> and Jody's whole further out, further in story illustrates something that we have found consistently to be true. You just took one risk after another. Yeah. Yes. It's risky. <laughs> ah, yeah. Oof. See, we all kind of yeah, yeah. laugh. But this, it's, this non, <laughs> I think it was, a, is it Galatians that says in the Message Bible, this non-grave tending life mm-hmm. that says with an expectant, what's next, Papa? Like, we're done with boring religion. That's also part of our little mm-hmm. write-up on our yeah. podcast, right? You burned out on religion. It's like you get to this desperate place where you need to know God. And you took risks in your relationship. You took risks in your journey. You oh. took risks with Jesus. And you did it all in community. You didn't mm-hmm. just go off and become a weirdo. Yeah. You had people around you. You accessed good resources, right? So we yeah. always want people to know this is not just like some woo-woo thing. It's all full of risk and unknown and uncertainty but there is like a support structure in it all Mm -hmm. you kept taking risks but you didn't do it all off on your own you tried it out with people yes yeah and jesus continually met you yeah it's another one of those community things and Mm -hmm. i remember firing off texts to people saying i'm doing an ro (laughs) pray for me you know raw obedience raw Raw obedience obedience. it's like because i would just sometimes get this thought and without maybe spending too much time analyzing it yeah mm-hmm. like just like maybe i should just do that yeah. you know is it in line with god's word is it in line with his character yeah is, is there it, a witness among his people yeah, yeah yeah exactly like you know testing it out on on the people right yeah. you know the community that you're in and so then another another you know like plug for yes community because we need that as we discern the voice of yeah. god right mm-hmm. never alone never alone right yeah. and uh Anyway, yeah, one raw obedience after another. Yep. That, that, oh, the glory after it, though. Like, seriously, we right. know the high. It's like mm-hmm. this, 
this this like I did it, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I leave the results to you. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, having a front row seat to your life and your journey, it's oh. so fun. It's so mm-hmm. fun because we get this idea that being used by God is also then going to be this like epic spotlight stage center mo. I don't know. Maybe other people don't have those thoughts. I watch you in your what I call your marketplace ministry. <laughs> mm. Oh yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning Facebook marketplace. Like yeah. seriously, Jody put stuff on there that needs to be sold or should you go to buy something and then you have this encounter with somebody in the parking lot and you tell me the conversation later and I'm like that was the kingdom of heaven oh yeah and where did that come from 20 years ago whatever number of years ago this was because all the things blend in for me yes you began to strip away yeah all the things the lies and your safeguards and all that stuff and said holy spirit come good do whatever you want to do because there's nothing else left here Mm -hmm. And now you're having random encounters in parking lots where you pray for healing and you talk, speak into marriages and you speak into parenting all the time. You are my parenting encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I just to wrap it up, right, what I heard from you, Jody, is when you felt like you were in the basement of rock bottom, you turned to Jesus and said, I can trust you and I can trust you with other people. Mm. Then... You took steps, active steps, mm-hmm. marriage counseling, seeking other people, seeking resources, you know, working on your your own stuff. And then there was a step of, of obedience, of hearing what you thought was Jesus and stepping out in it. And all, all the, I don't know how many, what that, four, five things that I just said, all of those are exactly what it means to go further up and further in. No, I can't finish. You always finish. But you just did it. I know, but but now it's I look at you. Take that away, Amy. That was. But I know I can't. I can't take what you do though, because you always finish. Oh, we're just doing risk here today, wild and different. (laughs) Jody, do you have anything else you would want to say to our listeners as you have like thought into this conversation? What do you want people to know if you are looking into the face of a? When a lot of our listeners are women, some of them are men. Scott, we see you. We hear you. We love you. You carry so much of the compassion of Jesus to people that are in rock-bottom places. If you're looking in their eyes, what would you say? I think I would say he's kinder than you know. Yes. He's kinder than you know. He's kinder than you know. He's safer than you know. Mm -hmm. He is worth every risk, every step off the edge. He is worth it. And it's life. It's abundant life. It's abundant life. I, yeah. I could look in your eyes, I would bless your spirit to rise up over your body and your soul and to hear the words of the Father that says, I am kind, I am good, I am for you, I am for you, not against you. And that makes it yeah. so much easier. Yeah, It's almost like we don't do a lot except say yes, and then he's the one that carries us further up and further in. Mm-hmm.